Hey there, restaurant pros. It's David Scott Peters, and welcome to episode 69 of the Restaurant Prosperity Formula. I've been coaching restaurant owners since 2003, and the Restaurant Prosperity Formula is based on what the most successful restaurant owners I've worked with do on a daily basis to achieve their success. The basic premise of the formula centers around achieving prosperity, freedom of your restaurant, and financial freedom you deserve. To achieve prosperity, you have to follow a very specific formula made up of leadership, systems, training, accountability, and taking action. Today, I want to talk about the importance of paying yourself. Let's get started. But first, a word from our sponsor. We all know managing costs is one of the most important parts of running a profitable restaurant, especially now. But between fluctuating vendor prices, waste, labor, and the never-ending list of tasks that demand your attention on a daily basis, it can be challenging for even the most experienced of us to manage costs well. That's where Margin Edge comes in. Margin Edge is a complete restaurant management software that automatically uses data from your POS and invoices to show you food and labor costs in real time. Don't wait until it's too late. Margin Edge gives you tools to make decisions in the moment, like a daily P&L, price alerts on key ingredients, and real-time plate costs, all without ever having to touch a spreadsheet. Take control of your costs, work more efficiently, and be more profitable. Go to www.marginedge.com forward slash DSP to learn more and schedule your demo today. I wanna to talk directly to restaurant owners. Do I have your attention? Good. Listen, you need to pay yourself. Do you hear me? You need to pay yourself. I'm going to share with you why later. Right now, I want to paint a picture for you. I've been coaching independent restaurant owners and their managers since 2003. I love what I do. I get to help restaurant pros change their lives. I get to help most make more money than they've ever made before in their restaurant and many for the first time ever. To date, I've worked with literally thousands of restaurant pros, so I've seen a lot. Do you know what I've seen a lot of? Restaurant owners who don't pay themselves. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you've done this once, twice, or maybe this is you right now. The common reasons restaurant owners tell me why they don't pay themselves are number one, they're not making money. Now that makes sense, right? If you're not making money, how the hell do you pay yourself? So you're in a position of, of what one of my members, Steve Eller, member mentor as well, good friend now, calls it entrepreneurial poverty. Can't, can't pay yourself. You're struggling to pay all your bills. So how the hell, if you're struggling to pay your bills, can you pay yourself? You're not making money. Number two, reason I hear is they take money when it's available. So whether there's a money left over this month, they take some, maybe next quarter, maybe it's once a year, maybe it's once every other year. doesn't matter when there's money and I feel like it's available. I'm going to take it. Not a real good way to plan to pay your own personal bills, is it? Maybe you're independently wealthy. I don't know. Number three, the third reason. They want to keep the money in the business in order to grow. Now I get it. You sit there and say, I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to take all the fruits of my labor. I'm going to put it in the business, which allows me to self-fund the second location. It allows me to self-fund buying the equipment I need. It allows me to bring on the people that I think I need in order to grow my company. Those are the three reasons why I hear most of all. Now, no matter what the reason is, let me tell you what this does. It clearly says you don't value your time. Think about it. You pay your team members, you pay your managers, you pay your bills, you pay everybody else but yourself. Aren't you the person who had the dream for this restaurant? Whether it was out having a cocktail with a friend and you drew it out on a napkin, 
and said, this is my dream to one day own this pizzeria. This is my dream to have a wine bar. This is my dream to have a full-fledged fine dining restaurant. It doesn't matter what it is. It was your dream. And you took that dream. You grabbed onto it. And with all of your effort, your might, your passion, any drive you had was to see it from a dream, see it to fruition, to an open running business. By goodness, is, is that not worth any money to you? Who could have done that but you? And then you run it day to day, working your ass off. Who, who could lead that team and do a better job than you? It is your business. But if you don't pay yourself, it clearly says you don't value your time. When you don't pay yourself, it tells me, well, or when you, let's go backwards. When you come up with those reasons of why you don't pay, pay yourself, it tells me you're stressed at, about paying your bills. So sometimes it's in a position where, again, I'm not making money. So how am I going to make it through here? And when you're stressed, it's tough to be the leader your restaurant needs. It tells me that you're an eternal optimist. Man, I am this person. Oh my Lord, am I preaching to the choir now? The eternal optimist. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know it's tough today, but if I put in this effort today, if I make the sacrifice today, tomorrow's going to be better. When I go around that corner, when I turn that corner, when the business turns the corner, right? Proverbial turn the corner. Oh my God, it's going to be awesome. And it doesn't matter whether you think it's a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. Man, if I put in this effort, the future is bright. It tells me you're a giver. So if you read my book, Restaurant Prosperity Formula, What Successful Restaurateurs Do, you've been to my seminar, or you've been in my coaching program, or if you've been on my YouTube channel, David Scott Peters, for any length of time, you may have come across what I call my restaurant owner compass. And what it is, is a leadership compass. And there's this one leadership style called the giver. The giver is the person who cares more about the guest experience, cares more about their team members, cares more about making sure it's the best restaurant possible. It's got the best food, sometimes likes to be the center of attention. It's all about the feel, but then they ignore the numbers, budgets, systems, paying themselves. Because we know that our job, if, if I get five-star Yelp reviews, I'm going to be busy as heck and I'm going to make money. But the truth is you could be busy as heck and still go out of business if you don't make money because you're not controlling your, your business putting the right systems in place, the right managers in place, leading your business forward so the giver can often find themselves in trouble. By the way, I'm an off-the-charts giver. That's why we have systems to help us pay attention to the numbers to make sure things are getting done our way. And last but not least, when you don't pay yourself, it tells me you have, well, a lesson to learn, and I'm really glad you're here to learn it. Did I mention, by the way, you need to pay yourself? Stay with me. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear with you. I understand where you're coming from. I'm no different than you. As a small business owner, I'm guilty of each and every one of those reasons. Meaning I've not paid myself and I've probably used each and every one of those reasons as well. It's easy to do. Let me explain. Back in 2003, I was the chief operating officer of a 30 unit restaurant sports bar chain here in Arizona called Famous Sam's. Now, I had a stint with them earlier, left and taught at Scottsdale Culinary Institute, management, human resources, wines and spirits, came back because the minority shareholders were now the majority shareholders and asked me to turn the company around and sell it in five years. Now, 
it was a tough journey. This company should have been done, but I invested lots of time and energy and three years in realized I'm going to sell myself out of a job. I'm at the top of the food chain. Fortunately for me, I had owners who allowed me to grow into business. See, you as a restaurateur had to go, I'm going to jump off a cliff and I've got to hire 40 people. I didn't have to hire anybody. It could be just me. In fact, I had a full-time job and I'd work all day in the, in, in Famous Sam's. I would drive all over Arizona to our locations, work with our franchisees, work on compliance work, sales, marketing. Then I'd come home and I'd start to work again. I'd, at the time, I would either write up some manuals or I'd record some audio, put them on CDs. So back then we, I'd burn CDs, get a dot matrix printer on photo paper labels, and I'd take them off, peel them off and put them on there and put them in clamshells and cut and, and insert the, the covers. And I'd put them in their own, you know, bubble wrap and put the label on it and the invoice inside, seal it up. Well, I do all this in our home office. Our home office was our bedroom. We had two desks in our bedroom, small family, and my wife would be trying to go to sleep and the places, the bedrooms lit up completely bright because I was working. Now I can tell you this, in the early years when I was doing this and I was cutting my teeth on learning how to grow a restaurant training and coaching company, which really didn't exist up till that, right? From the ground up, I, there was nothing else around it except for one business that was close that opened a few years before I did, and that's restaurantowner.com. My good friend, Jim Laub and, and Joe Erickson, super awesome people, great site, highly recommend them. But the fact of the matter is, while he was a membership site, I was doing some coaching and training and live seminars, and there was nothing like it. But at the time, I really wasn't concerned about making money, I had a full-time job. I had some savings, so even after I sold the company, I had some money in the bank. I didn't have a lot of expenses at a young family and I had a plan. Oh, by the way, this plan, it was not going to fail. I was not going to fail. I later realized as, as I grew that business, I needed help. I took on member coaches. These were members who had skill sets that I could bring on. And we started at first at training membership for coaching. Four of them turned into paid coaches and consultants. One, in fact, became a business partner. Later, as the years went on, came software. And this is because my member said to me, David, we love your spreadsheets. We're tired of putting the same number into five different spreadsheets. We're tired of managers by accident or worse on purpose, manipulating formulas. We don't know, we're looking at bad numbers. And when it comes to recipe costing cards, it's such heavy lifting. By the time I get them finished 40, 60, hundred man hours later in these spreadsheets, the next delivery shows up the wrong because the price of cheese changed. And I'm not going to keep them up to date. I'm going to wait six months, a year to redo them. Most important system in their business next to a budget. We're going to ignore it because it's too much work. And at the time there wasn't really many software packages out there. So here it was, I built this from the ground up. And as I was building the software, I'm going to tell you right now, at the time I was home office at the beginning and I'd be up early in the morning. I'd be on my phones at 6am, not zoom, wasn't working yet, phones. 6 a.m. I would, because I had members on the East Coast, I'd be sitting there in my sleep shorts and a t-shirt. You wouldn't know. I just literally rolled out of bed, went downstairs to my home office and got on the phones. And I'd work through the day, whether it's on the computer, 
whether it was, again, on phones, I'd work all day. My kids would come home often at three o'clock in the afternoon and laugh at me because I was still in my sleep shorts and a t-shirt. I hadn't showered yet. Nobody would know. I was on the phones. But little did they know, I've been working my ass off ever since the moment they left for school. And hell, I was already on the phones before they even got up. Then I'd have dinner and spend a couple hours with my family. A couple hours. And then I'd get back on the damn computer and phones with my overseas programmers until 3, 4 a.m. Five, sometimes seven days a week. And that's not an exaggeration. I, in fact, bootstrap funded my application. For those of you who don't understand the term bootstrap, what it means, it means I didn't borrow a dime. I didn't take on any investors. It meant I had to bring in higher sales to pay the programmers. So I was always in constant growth mode, which often meant that as I had these big bills for programming, there were times where I didn't have money for me, right? You get the picture? During this growth period, there in fact were three separate extended periods of time where you, you betcha, in order to pay my bills, keep my 14 team members at the time paid, including my business partner, it meant my wife and I didn't get paid. And in fact, the last period of time was the longest time. It was a full 12 months. And it was just before my business partner bought me out. My wife and I, well, we live solely on savings. Do you know what happens when you don't pay yourself for an extended period of time? Well, I'm going to tell you from experience, you start to feel bitter. Nobody works harder than you. Nobody puts in the hours you do. Nobody cares about your success as much as you do. And you're not getting paid. So you look around at your employees, your team members, the people that you love that helped you get to where you are. And you start feeling bitter. Like you SOBs, you're making money. I'm not, I'm working my ass off. You got two days off in a row. You go on vacations. What the hell? It's not their fault. It's self-inflicted pain. Do you know what happens when you don't pay yourself for an extended period of time? You get stressed because all you've done is run up your credit cards, flush your savings down the toilet, and you start thinking about what kind of major changes you can make in your life and your business, like reducing expenses or even taking on a job. Like it's ridiculous. You have your dream, you build your business, in your case, your restaurant, and you think, man, in order to pay my bills, this thing is costing me money. I need to feed it. I need to go get a job. How does that make sense? But it happens. We don't pay yourself for an extended period of time. You stop working strategically on your business. Why is that? Because you stop leading. Because all you can do is start to focus on survival. When you don't pay yourself for an extended period of time, your health takes a toll whether it's put on weight, whether you have other health issues, mental health issues, you go through all these things. The truth of the matter is when you don't pay yourself and you start to feel it, your body feels the stress. I can tell you from experience, I had a heart attack, right? What? That same year, the last year before I sold my last company or was bought out, I should say, I had a heart attack. Now I'm going to be full disclosure. My dad had a heart attack. His dad had a heart attack. My uncle had a heart attack and they all died. I did something different. I lived. But that was my wake-up call. Why should I have waited until that happened? Now I'm going to be, again, serious. I was going to have a heart attack. It's genetic. But did I have to have one right before I was 50? I guess I was after. 51. With that said, 
your relationships suffer. When you don't pay yourself for an extended period of time, your relationships suffer. You start coming home to your family and your significant others, like, how are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to make sure the kids keep going to club sports, go on field trips, have the clothes they need? How are we going to pay our power bill? How are we going to do all these things? You, and in doing so, you get all frustrated and you start to bark, snap at the people who love you. You start to withdraw from going out socially because you're embarrassed. You can't pay for the meal for your six friends that you would normally would do at any point in time. You don't want to go out and talk to people because you don't want to ask them, how's your business going? Because you don't want to tell them the truth. When you don't pay yourself for an extended period of time, you might even find yourself a little depressed. And that's okay. It happens. We're human. I'm going to tell you two things though. One, I live by this philosophy. You may have heard it on another podcast of mine. You may have heard it on my YouTube channel. You may have heard it from me directly. And that's this as an entrepreneur, as a business person, you're allowed to have a bad day. You're a human being. You can curl up in a ball and cry. You can drink yourself to sleep, eat yourself to sleep, help whatever debauchery, some bad thing for you. I don't care what it is. You can have that bad day, have a full bad day. Just get it all out. What I believe is what you do the next day is what defines you. See, the problem is when one bad day becomes two, when two days becomes a week, when a week becomes a month, when a month becomes three months, when three months becomes a year. And that's where I would tell you in today's day and age, mental health is a real thing. We've always battled the mental health issues in the restaurant industry, but it's been really tough the last few years because of COVID and the labor shortages and product shortages and prices going up, inflation, like toughest three years you could ever be in the restaurant business. So it's not unusual to find yourself, well, in the downy dumps. And it's okay to go seek help, whether it's a family member that you just need to unload how you're feeling, or it's actually seek counseling. I want to implore you that if you're in this situation, seek help. Because when you do, when you start to feel better about you is how you can get out of this hole. Because you can start working strategically. You can start to be optimistic again. It is incredibly important. As a leader, your restaurant needs, you must, you must feel good about you. Now I can tell you, this is not what I signed up for when it came to not paying myself. And I can certainly tell you, it's not what you signed up for. You started your business because you wanted a better life. You had a vision of happy guests, happy team members, time off, flexibility with your schedule and making the money you deserve. You didn't have a vision of being a prisoner to not pay yourself at any given time. So does this sound familiar to you? Because I bet it does. Whether you did it once, twice, you're living it right now. Like if you're an entrepreneur, it has happened. So can you start to understand why we need to start paying yourself? Why you've got to make yourself a priority? Do you know there's more to this? There's more to this topic of paying yourself. There's things like tax implications. Are you an LLC, a subchapter S, pass-through entity? Do you um, want to take draws and have a small salary or a large salary and smaller draws? You need to talk to your CPA. 
There's issues like government money. Do you remember when COVID hit? That if you didn't pay yourself, you couldn't put yourself as part of your employees on the PPP money to pay yourself and your family so you could live? So you got the double whammy of no sales, paying what skeletal cruel you could afford and not get money from the government to help yourself. So sometimes it makes more sense to pay yourself. So if something like that happens again, you're on the roster. Also, what if you have investors? You got to make sure you pay yourself enough so that you may have a smaller portion of ownership than you'd want. But if you pay yourself for your time, value your time, then whatever you share is okay. Now, while we have all those other issues, what I really want to do right now is just focus on how it affects you. We could do a whole nother podcast on each one of those things. So what do you do to get out of the situation? What do you do if you want to avoid the situation altogether? I'm going to tell you why the the answer is kind of simple. I'm not going to lie. It's hard work and requires real commitment. It requires a real commitment to learning. You have to understand you don't know what you don't know. That means you got to read books. You got to listen to podcasts. You got to watch webinars. Heck, you got to find a guru who you trust and subscribe to their YouTube channel. You got to find a coach, maybe even join a mastermind group. It requires a real commitment to implementing systems for every aspect of your business. You've got to understand there's a system, a process, a way to doing anything and everything in your business. It's your way. You've got to take the time to make sure it's documented, that you can share it, that it's a trainable system. It requires a real commitment to delegating the tasks and focusing on being the leader your restaurant needs. You understand? You've got to make sure that you are leading the business. How do you do that? Work on budgets, marketing, leading the team, developing your managers, holding them accountable, moving the company forward. Can't do that if you're doing all the jobs, which means you've got to have key employees and managers that you can delegate these tasks to. You need to understand that your role is not to work down, but to work up. So if you're working on the line to save $15 an hour, if you're cutting onions in the back to work on prep, if you're seating people, you're pouring drinks, you're managing your restaurant every single day, then you're working down. You're not doing the role as an owner, again, of budgets, marketing, leading the team, developing your managers, holding them accountable, moving the company forward, you get the picture. You know, it requires a real commitment to holding your team members accountable. That means you've got to inspect what you expect or these systems go away. The moment you take your eye off the ball, it goes away. And finally, it requires a real commitment to taking action. My father had a phrase, says ideas are cheap. It's the people who put them to action that are priceless. Ideas are cheap. It's the people who put them into action that are priceless. And I live by this. Taking action, you will never find me not taking action, even if there's fear involved. I've got a ring that says, take action. I've got a license plate on my card that says, Taka Seaton, if you ask my kids, take action. My company, my corporate name is Take Action Enterprises, LLC. I live take action. In order to take action, you got to understand, you got to put a budget in place and live by it. When you miss that budget, because it's going to happen, you need to change your budget because things change. You've got to take action like develop, train, and implementing your systems, your system, your process, your way. Actions like creating a habit ensure your systems are being used. You've got to inspect what you expect or this is going away. 
You've got to lead your team. Actions like leading your team towards your dream. That means sharing with them your why, why you got into business, sharing with them your dream, what you're working towards. You've got to share it with your employees. You got to share it with your customers. You got to share it with your vendors. You got to share it with everybody and anybody who you can share it with, that everybody knows the path you're going and everybody's getting on the ride, the same ride going in the same direction, getting you to that dream. You got to take actions like making the time for your family, friends, and activities you enjoy outside the work. Because here's the deal. What are you doing this for? If you can't spend time with your friends and family, if you can't enjoy them, you've got to actually block out time on your calendar to say, I'm going to spend time. You need to put your phone aside. Stop answering the damn thing. Put it upside down. Put it in, put it in a, you know, a, a locked locker. Don't give a rat's ass. Be, be present with the people you care about. Also, take on an activity you enjoy outside of work. I've got members who bowl. I've got members who surf. I've got members who love crafting. I've got members who love to go travel. I've got members who do all different kinds of things. Because when you take the time to do activities outside of your work, you've got something else to look forward to, something that takes your mind off, something that recharges you, takes the stress away makes you happy. You got to take action like finding a coach and or a mastermind group and execute that program. I can tell you, I may not be the right coach for you. I just think I am. But the truth is often what a coach provides you is that path to success. Personally, I'm going to tell you, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I really am not but I've made every mistake that costs your restaurant money. And I've got the roadmap that avoids the landmines that cost you money, cost you your business, your family relationships, all these things, and says, this is how you avoid that path, right? Avoid the landmines, follow this path to success. If I'm not the right person, maybe you need to find someone else. I'm gonna tell you right now, I practice what I preach. I'm a real person. And as a real person, I have times where I neglect to do what I should be doing on a consistent basis. But understand, when I fall off the proverbial bike, I get right back on it, make a correction, and keep moving forward. I will fall down. I will do things like any other entrepreneur. I'll ignore what I know I should do. I'll avoid things that I know I should do. For whatever reason, doesn't matter the excuse, which costs me money, which I have to learn a lesson over and over again. Sometimes I finally get it and I get back on the bike and I keep moving forward. That's a critical piece. Keep moving forward. doesn't matter the speed in which your bike goes as long as you keep working forward. You know what else I learn every day? I have a coach and I belong to a mastermind group. I'm through, through all my years. I've had coaches on and off, but in the years of restarting my restaurant training and coaching company as Take Action Enterprises, LLC, as davidscottpeters.com, the restaurant prosperity formula, I've had a coach every year for different reasons. I'm currently in a mastermind group with a coach that is about video work and marketing because that's where I need, I need to become better. So I know I need to buy speed. I need accountability and I need other people to help support me. I can tell you, I work hard at creating systems for every aspect of my business so that I know my team is doing what we need to do to support our members, to get them the results they've invested in. 
I work hard at delegating the majority. I mean, the majority of my daily tasks and my teams. So I can focus my time on coaching members, developing content, marketing, sales, and speaking, because those are the things that will grow the business. If I run payroll, that doesn't grow the business. If I sit there and spend 30, 40, 50 minutes to come up with a Facebook post, that's not making me money. That's not leading the business forward. I have people who can write in my voice, can run things by me that I can approve or deny or edit. There are many tasks in my business that don't require me. To build a budget template is not where I excel. Where I excel is when I work with you one-on-one on one, two, three, two-hour Zoom calls to create your plan for success to get you to see what can be done, what is possible in your business. You've got to do the same thing in your business. I work at it holding myself and my team accountable. And truth be told, like you, this is always a work in progress and an area I continue to grow. And finally, if there's one thing that I have never fallen short of, and I mean never, that's taking action. That's taking action. Again, think about it. Ideas are cheap. It's the people that put them to action are priceless. I will take action. I will take action that costs me money. I will take actions that are bad. I will take actions that are good. I will take actions that absolutely change my life and the trajectory of my company and my team members. But you know what? If I don't take the bad actions, I never get to the good actions, the life-changing actions. So don't be fearful. Take action. Get it done. That's how you learn. And since starting this business, my wife and I, we talk about making sure we make time for our friends, our family, doing things that we love. I'm going to tell you, my wife and I made all but a couple of my daughter's college volleyball games at Aurora University in Aurora, Illinois. We live in Phoenix, Peoria to be exact. So while she was playing volleyball, we made her games. Missed just a couple. Sometimes we get on an airplane, fly from Phoenix to Chicago, drive to Aurora, watch her play, drive back to Chicago and fly home same day. It was that important to support my daughter. And quite honestly, I couldn't have been any prouder to see her play, see her dream that she created and be there to support her. Now I'll tell you, we also made sure to make it all of my son's major milestones in the Marine Corps, including his recent promotion ceremony to Sergeant. Wouldn't want to miss it for the world. We missed one because COVID, we weren't allowed on base. Plus, I found my way back to competitive rowing, where I wake up at 3.45 a.m., six days a week, to be on a lake that is 45 minutes away from my house for 5 a.m. practice. And in just under two years back into the sport, I've dropped weight, changed my fitness, and racked up over a dozen medals. Many of them, if not most of them, are gold. I've seen more success in my rowing career. I rowed in high school, and I was a D1 athlete at Northeastern University in, in, in Boston. I have more success now as a master's rower after a 32-year hiatus back in the sport than I've ever had before. And it's a passion. And I carve out the time for it. And more importantly, since the pandemic, I've helped dozens, dozens of restaurant owners change their lives since the pandemic. And often many of them making the money they deserve, if not all of them. Some of you already know their stories because they've been guests here on my podcast. And here's just a short list of the members I'm extremely proud of who are literally, who literally have changed their lives and their businesses 
Now I'm going to tell you, they're in no particular order. I may have missed some people and I apologize. But the fact is, I'm truly feel like it's a gift to be able to work with each one of them and see them change their lives to gain what is restaurant prosperity, freedom of the restaurant, the financial freedom to deserve. People like Raul Gonzalez, Brian Mueller, Danielle Rossi, Mark McShaffrey, Brianna and Jonathan Cowan, Gina Sidebottom, Steve Eller, Ryan and Neely James, Matt Jacobs, Bob Cady, Jeff and Michelle Fitter, Matt and Deja Wakefield, Avery Ward, John Dempster, David Costas, Chantel Keller, Angie and Doug Brown, Anthony Jaquette and Leah Newton, Derek Baziotis, Julie Peacock, Mike Downham, Jennifer Breathe, Nikki Berglund, Emmy Barnick, Aaron Hoffman, Francesco Gabrielle, Aaron Ross, Austin, Erica, and Jessica Liang, Al Gamble, Corey Ritchie, Jake Grinald, Brandon and Shona Gunther, and Jose Ramos. And again, I apologize if I missed some people, but truly gifted to be able to work with them all. And I can't wait to add dozens, the dozens of members that are currently in my restaurant transformation intensive program and future members. Members that could be just like you. People who want to change your life. It truly is my joy. It is my why. So I'm going to tell you this. If you're ready to embark on a journey to restaurant prosperity, to gain freedom from your restaurant and the financial freedom you deserve, then I invite you to jump on a call with one of my member mentors, Ryan James. The 15 minutes you'll spend with Ryan is your gateway to getting on a discovery call with me which could end up changing your life. And that's no exaggeration. To learn more and talk with Ryan, please email him directly at Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at davidscottpeters.com. Ryan at davidscottpeters.com. And oh yeah, and make it your priority to pay yourself today. Hey, that was an awesome episode. I want to thank you for taking the time to take action on building a better, more prosperous restaurant. Before you go, I want to give you these three thoughts. One, by combining leadership and taking action with systems and training being checked by accountability, you are on your way to creating prosperity for you and your restaurant. Two, I have something I need from you. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. By leaving us a review, other restaurant pros seeking out this information are able to find it. I read the reviews and hearing how this information has benefited you does wonders for me. And three, if you find any of the discussions helpful, share them. The more restaurant pros who have access to them, the better we become as an industry. For more restaurant resources or to get in contact with me, connect with me at davidscottpeters.com. Be passionate about what you're doing. Be persistent, but more importantly, become better and help everyone around you become better. And your restaurant is going to kick some ass.